Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Jacob Albrocht, Tommy Castor. This is Sports Daily on Wichita's number one sports radio, 97.5 and 1240 KFH. Welcome in, everybody, to another edition of Sports Daily here. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Castor, Jad Chambers producing for you. All kinds of fun coming up on a Thursday edition of the show. Uh, we will get you our betting insider, Chelsea Messenger, uh, coming up in just a little bit in this hour. Top of the next hour, our K-State insider, Tim Fitzgerald. Need the latest on some of these injuries uh, and get a little insight in how things have gone there in Manhattan following that Missouri loss and well, ahead of Big 12 play. We'll do all that here. Uh, guests are joining us on the IHOP hotline, which is brought to you by IHOP, where guests can enjoy four new sweet and savory biscuit options. You can always chime in on that IHOP hotline and keep the number handy, 869-1240, because we have some more giveaways today. Paw Patrol, the new movie tickets. Uh, which starts next week. We'll have those. We boy some hockey tickets, some HTO. Glad to be able to do that for you. Looking forward to it. Tommy, it's a Thursday. Things get real. We get Thursday night football. Here we go. I love it. It's like the week really starts on Thursday. The football yeah, week, anyway. It, it does, and we're getting locked in today. Of course, Thursdays are always jam-packed with Chelsea and, and Tim Fitzgerald, and you know, looking forward to getting into it today. I'm really curious uh, to know from Chelsea today, um, you know, her thoughts on some of these betting lines in the NFL for this weekend, just because of what we've seen with the injuries throughout the first couple of weeks and how that might impact lines. And, you know, we'll look at those lines closely with her, especially tonight for Thursday Night Football. The NFL is back. Primetime games available free from Westwood One, which is live on the Odyssey app this week. You can listen to Thursday Night Football right here on KFH. Just download the Odyssey app, search for KFH at kickoff. Always handy. I was at the fair last Thursday, Tommy. Um, and so I was driving back for Eagles Vikings. And guess what I did? Jump on, catch that Thursday night football live stream on our Odyssey app. And then flipped over to KFH as I got an, into town and got a reception in there. Boom. I didn't miss anything. I love it. I love. And the Thursday night football, the Westwood one guys, like it's Harlan. It's I and Eagle. Like it's some of the best people on those calls. So uh, our buddy Ross Tucker who joined the program is on some of those. I don't think he's on this week. I don't know who's on the call this week. We can 
find that out. But glad to be here with you. We'll get into Thursday Night Football in just a little bit. But, Tommy, a lot of of big news coming from the Chiefs yesterday. Most importantly and urgently, I think that Jason Kelsey stuff might have been a joke. They're they're reporting out today now, (laughs) if people listen to the full audio, that Jason Kelsey was joking about being sure that Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift are dating. Uh, Look, I don't think I didn't take it that way. And I listened to all of it. I think he was serious. I I think this is a thing, Tommy. We're all having fun with it. I don't know how much fun Travis Kelsey's having with it, uh, but we are and we'll have it at his expense. But, you know, like I, I think they're probably hanging out, you know, again, hanging out. I know what that means, but, you know, there you go. Uh, you and I did not talk before the show about the order of which we were going to be talking about things today. And I certainly didn't think that that's what you were going to lead with when you were talking about the Chiefs and the Bears. We've got injury concerns. We've got drama with the Bears. Like, there's a lot going on. I did not think you were going to start there, but I'm happy to talk about it. I mean, I, I'm pulling for this couple to work out just as much as anybody is because I, I just I love all the storylines surrounding it. I love the thought of Taylor showing up at Chiefs games. I love the thought of the power. The fact that she's from and Philadelphia Kelsey. and maybe yeah, this is all love a, like a work by she and Jason to get look. I love all of this it. is all tongue in cheek. I really you know, I, I care. It's not like most of these things where I don't care, but I'm doing this intentionally. I do it, you know, I've done it for T V a few times now too. Anytime there's, you know, uh, Traveler Swellsey news. I lead with, you know, big, huge day in Chiefs news, then I lead with it. And it's just whatever. It, it, I don't know. I'm having a blast with it. I hope everybody else is. But now, Jason Kelsey, what he said yesterday on Philadelphia radio that he's 100% sure it's true. And then he was like, oh, maybe not. I don't really know his left left. Yes, he does. He knows. Come on now. And I think he's just messing with everybody uh, and having fun with it, just like the rest of us are. And, you know, what we know about Travis Kelsey, he's probably having some fun with it too. But they're going to need him to, uh, you know, they're going to need him to focus on football, which is never a concern with him. Uh, his, he practiced yesterday, by the way, without any sort of brace on the knee, so that's certainly good news. But boy, the injury list is long. Tommy Richie James is dealing with an MCL that, you know, his probably seems of the injuries we'll go over here the most serious and potentially long-lasting, I would guess. I would say he's the player most in danger of missing this week, which makes returning punts interesting. Um, Kelsey looked fine. He practiced. Isaiah Pacheco, surprise, hamstring injury. Although I will say I'm not overly concerned with that one. He was out there yesterday but didn't practice, right? So, like, he's in uniform and everything, didn't practice, it's not like a tear. I, I think he's probably fine. We'll see. The next two days injury reports will be pretty important for some of these. Um, Nick Bolton and Willie Gay are both nursing injuries. That doesn't surprise us. They both got banged up in that game. And uh, and Kadarius Tony, uh-oh, another little injury here, this time to his toe. And we all know how toe injuries go in the NFL. So we'll keep an eye on that. I haven't heard like turf toe or anything, but that could be a problem. So... It's a, you know, it's a bad list of injuries. It's a list of meaningful players, but all things considered, when you look around the league, the Chiefs have done pretty well in the injury category this week, Tommy. And, you know, this is, we're getting into that time of year now with a couple weeks behind us. Thursday, Friday practices matter. Friday, especially, we just got to see if, if these guys practice, they'll probably be fine to play. But if they don't practice late in the week, they, most of the time they get held out. 
Yeah, the first indication that I had about Kadarius Tony was on Tuesday when Dan Israel mentioned uh, that he was battling a little bit of an injury, and that was news to me. I hadn't heard about that. Uh, and then, of course, you know, in the press conferences yesterday, uh, indicated that you know there there were some injury concerns with Kadarius Tony that injured toe. You know, I, I think it's just going to be something that we get used to. We probably already are used to it, where Kadarius Tony is going to be dealing with some kind of injury week in and week out, you know, throughout the entire season. That's kind of just the way that it works with Kadarius Tony. And, and you got to wonder if he's going to be able to play through it, how effective he might be. In regards to Isaiah Pacheco with that injured hamstring, um, that one I think is a little bit more concerning just because we know of the way that he runs the football. There's really no uh, no different shifting into different gears. Like he, he runs 100% of the time, all the time. And so I don't know if that means that we're going to see a limited capacity from Isaiah Pacheco on Sunday's game. Uh, I, like you mentioned, I think that the practices today and tomorrow are going to tell us a lot about what his availability may look like. Richie James is the concern, though, and, and knowing that that might be more of a long-term injury, dealing with that knee with the MCL, um, you know, I, I wonder, and I know that he had you know, a little bit of struggles with punt returns on Sunday's game in Jacksonville, losing that one in the sun and uh, muffing the punt. I wonder what it's going to look like for, you know, the foreseeable future returning punts. I don't think Sky Moore or Kadarius Tony are the guys to be put back there. So I don't know if that's Justin Watson. I don't know who the guy is to put back there in the absence of Richie James. And I think that's going to be a big question mark moving forward. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's the big, big reason Richie James is here. Um, I, 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 Kadarius Tony, I would only want back there if, like, we needed a big play. Like, if you're the Chiefs and you're sitting there and you're like, all right, we need a big play, that's where I'd put Kadarius Tony back there. Otherwise, I wouldn't want to risk him getting hurt, honestly. And that's yeah. a, that's an unfortunate thing, but it's reality. I don't know who it would be either. Um, you know, it becomes like, who's going to catch this ball? Don't care about the return, just need to catch it and not let it get behind you. I wonder if, you know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling has ever done anything like that. I, you know, Watson might be okay. Uh, Justin Ross is an option, I suppose. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I, Jer Jarek McKinnon might be an option. I, it's, I mean, that's the thing, right, is that there are conceivably a handful of options, but I'm not sure if you like any one of them, right? Like, I'm not well, sure and if I you don't feel know if those guys confident have done about it. any I'm, one of them. It's like, have you ever done it, number one, and can right. you catch the ball? Period. Yeah, like, I don't, don't even return it. I don't want you to return it. Just catch it. Fair catch it. If there's nobody within 30 yards of you, fair catch it. Like, we're, we're just, we got to get through this part of our game here. And they probably aren't that timid, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll see how that goes with that. But those are the injuries. Uh, the good news is it's the Bears, and none of those injuries should impact the Chiefs smashing the Bears. Let's, let's dig into this game a little bit. I You know, I'm probably leaning toward a big cover by the Chiefs. I, I won't actually bet that. We'll see what I pick on Friday, tomorrow, because big big spreads in the NFL are dangerous, man. But it, it should be an overwhelming matchup. Here's the one thing I'll say that's giving me some pause. I don't know if you saw this yesterday, Justin Fields. Uh, he, he trying to say he was taken out of context. He wasn't really taking out of context. It's fine. I don't think it's a big controversy or anything, but... He was talking about playing robotic, which he absolutely is. And, you know, he was sort of asked why, and he said coaching. And I don't think he intended that to be as, as insulting as it might sound. And I don't even think it's that insulting. It's true. Like, they're not 
you know, they're not designing the offense right now in a way that lets him sort of run free. The Bears did the exact same thing a year ago. They waited. They sat there on him the first couple of weeks. He looked awful. It's like, okay, he's not a big-time passer. And then they just sort of let him go. And then all of a sudden, he's on the move. Guys are running wide open. He can obviously bust off big plays. I think and suspect that, that will be this will be the week that that happens. I think we'll see Justin Fields run it a ton. And I haven't seen player props yet. They might be out here this morning. We'll check before we get on with Chelsea. The Justin Fields running prop, Tommy, if it's under 70 yards, like usually it's in the 60s, will be one of my favorite bets of the week because I think this is the week where he runs wild. And historically, that has given you know the Chiefs some fits over the years. It gives everybody fits. Uh, they have good linebacker play, but watch those two linebacker injuries because that's where Fields might be able to hurt them. Unless something drastically changes – I think I'm staying away from this spread entirely. I'll pick it tomorrow uh, like we do every single week, but I don't think I'm going to bet this spread whatsoever because it really, really scares me. The Chiefs, from a talent perspective, are significantly better than the Bears are. We just know that. Uh, However, there's been such significant drama in the Bears organization over the last several days or so. I don't know if you saw their defensive coordinator, Alan Williams, resigned yesterday kind of out of the blue he'd been away from the team for a while they don't have a defensive coordinator right now uh you know of course the Justin Fields drama uh with him allegedly blaming coaching for his struggles all of that I think that I think the the entire organization is in a little bit of turmoil right now I do too and and so what that what ends up happening Sometimes in that is that you've got a team, you know, in the Bears that they could all kind of rally together and go out and play the best game of their lives or they could play terrible. I mean, you have no idea when you're dealing with all these different storylines kind of all at once. And then you've got the big talent disparity between the two teams. Man, a lot of weird things can happen. And I, I, I tend to agree with you that I think that this will be the week that the Bears let Justin Fields go. You know, he was public with his. Uh, you know, I guess his complaints about the way that he's been playing so far and the way that the coaching has called plays for him and all of that. So I would imagine that Matt Eberflus is going to let him kind of run wild. And it's surprising to me they didn't let him do that really in the first two weeks because they know what he can do and they know where his skill set is. Uh, so I think that this will be the week that they do that because what do the Bears have to lose? They're 0-2. They're a desperate team. They're going through tough times. That to me signifies potentially some really weird outcomes and and that spread is so big. Um, I just, I think I may stay away from it entirely. I don't know if I like the right now. I don't know if I like the chiefs to cover. I don't even know if I like the bears to cover. I don't know because of how weird this game could possibly play out. Yeah. I don't bet QL. I think our partners over at bet QL, I believe had it as one of their five stars, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, I will say, let's let me find the over under, and we'll we'll have Chelsea on in just in, in two more segments here, so we'll get you know, we'll get some insight on this. Over forty seven and a half, Tommy. I I think this is the week Fields runs wild. I may attack that over as good as the Chiefs defense has looked. The Bears defense has not, so that's one side of it. But man, I just feel like Fields is going to make some big plays with his legs. I, that that may be how I attack the game. Uh, but we'll, we'll talk about that. We'll have Chelsea on in a couple of segments here. Uh, let's take our first break, though. We'll come back and we will uh, we'll preview a little Thursday night football here on the program as we get started with the week. Let's do one of our giveaways, Jad. Let's do the Paw Patrol tickets. Uh, tickets to opening night of the new animated Paw Patrol movie. It's called The Mighty Movie. 
Friday, September 29th. That's next Friday, 7 o'clock Boulevard Theater in Town West. Your kids will love you forever. And you can win some tickets right now. Jad will get us a winner on the IHOP hotline. Second caller during the break. We'll be back. More Sports Daily right after this. Congratulations, Jared, for winning tickets to the opening night of Paw Patrol. Jared called in on the IHOP hotline and gets the win. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody, here on KFH, on our Odyssey app at kfhradio.com if you're streaming. And if you're video streaming, we welcome you into uh, Facebook, to YouTube, and to Twitch, where we always have a video stream available for you. Glad to be here with you. It's Jacob Albrock and Tommy Castor. It is Sports Daily. We'll have Chelsea Messenger, our betting insider, up uh, a little bit later in this hour. Tommy, let's uh, look ahead a little bit to Thursday night football. Start of the week. You've got the Giants, who had a pretty wild and crazy comeback uh, against the Diners. Uh, sorry, against Arizona. And then you've got San Francisco, who, was, who just absolutely looked like world beaters tonight. Do you think at all that the Giants figured anything out? We're not going to have Saquon Barkley, so their offense seems even more limited. Everything sort of runs through him. The Niners may or may not have, uh, you know, Brandon Ayuk, who's looked fantastic this year. But it's, uh, you know, it, it's a game that feels like San Francisco ought to roll with. But the Giants are a playoff team a year ago. I wasn't really buying the Giants before the season. I'm certainly not now. And I'm I'm definitely buying the Niners. But it is Thursday night football. It is the short week. All those weird things. The Giants are the ones that have to travel. This feels like a pretty big spot for San Francisco to smash here. I mean, look, the Giants had a disastrous start to their season. I mean, getting shut out 40 to nothing in week one in primetime against the Cowboys. A terrible first half last week against Arizona where they were shut out. And then they had an incredible comeback. I mean, had it not been for that comeback, the season would be completely done, I think, for the Giants. But they were resilient. They came back, and even in spite of the Saquon Barkley injury in the second half of the game last week against Arizona, Daniel Jones looked fairly solid in that comeback. You know, and of course, you've got that high-caliber talent in Saquon Barkley to kind of lead you to victory. But Danny Dimes, man, like he took off and he ran and he was able to get into the end zone a couple of different times and they found a way to win that game against Arizona. But the Cardinals are completely different than the 49ers are. And so it's a completely different kind of team that you're playing tonight with that vaunted defense and Nick Bosa and all of that. And then, of course, all the talent they've got on the offensive side of the ball, even if Brandon Ayuk is hobbled and limited in the game tonight. You know, I think that just the overall talent that the Niners have should overwhelm the Giants. Uh, And especially when you don't have Saquon, it's going to be a tough spot, I think, for the Giants to overcome that. Yeah, it I, I do too. But it's Thursday night, and you know they have Waller there. They, they could make some plays. Daniel Jones could run around a little bit. I it, it really comes down to can the Giants' defense stifle in any way San Francisco? That's that's kind of the thing. Like if they, I, if the Giants are going to do something, it's going to have to be like low scoring, I think, and kind of ugly. But San Francisco's offense has looked too good. I mean, Brock Purdy missed a couple of touchdown throws in that last game. They, I mean, they have looked as impressive as any team in football. And if you're looking for, like, 
the team that, you know, through two weeks, if you're power ranking in the NFL, it's pretty hard to not put San Francisco at the top, right? I mean, Dallas probably has a case, but Dallas's schedule's been eh, a little bit. I mean, just I guess we remember Dallas beat the Giants 40 to nothing, so there's your bar. Uh, San Francisco, go do that, I guess, I suppose. And it is not, obviously not that simple. Where are you with Daniel Jones? Are you are you of a belief that he's got a long future still ahead here in the NFL, or are you sort of out on Daniel Jones? He's as right in the middle of that and right as on that line, I think, as any quarterback in football. Yeah, um, I'll, I'll kind of uh, answer that question in, in the terms of fantasy football. He was one of my favorite options for a quarterback coming into this season. I didn't get to draft him, I don't think, in any one of my leagues, but I really wanted to. I, I was high on him going into this season because I feel like with Brian Dable there uh, with the Giants, I thought that that sort of unlocked more of Daniel Jones's potential as a long-term franchise quarterback in the NFL. Now, the first couple weeks of the season, we haven't seen that, especially in week number one, but I was impressed by what Daniel Jones was able to do in the second half against Arizona. Do I think that he is in that top tier of quarterbacks? No, I, I don't think he's anywhere close to that at this point. But I think that he is a serviceable quarterback. And I think the longer that the relationship goes on with him and Brian Dable, I think that he can continue to improve. And I think that he can be a good quarterback in the NFL. I'm not sure that he'll ever be a great quarterback. I'm not totally out on him, but I'm certainly not crowning him as this outstanding player or anything. I think he can be okay. Yeah, I, I, it's like, and you get to this point in the NFL, I think in reality from the outside, and it's not this simple on the inside. Is Daniel Jones good enough to take you to a Super Bowl? I mean, I think, I, I think that's, I think that's the question, and I would have to say no, right? Like, he can I get I would you to the playoffs. To say no. I mean, he can, he can get you to the playoffs. He did that a year ago. Um, but they got to go further than that, right? And and that's yeah. that's the big question mark. And I, I would agree with that. I, I I don't know if he is a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Um, but that being said, I think one of the things that he brings to the Giants, and, and the more that they can rely on him to do this, I think the more success they're going to have is let him run a little bit because I think that I he is totally a agree. I think he's a sneaky runner. And I think that you know when you when you look at him. You know, at least when I look at him, I don't think, oh, man, this guy could take off and hurt you with his legs. And then he does and he's able to. And, you know, if you can kind of switch it up a little bit, I mean, that can be kind of his change up right in his game. And so if they can lean on that a little bit more and keep the defenses guessing on whether or not he's going to stay in the pocket or if he's going to get out and run, I think that's where he can have more success. Totally. And I don't even how is that even a secret anymore at this point? Like, I don't think it's a run secret. Like I just think I don't think it's no, a I, secret. I just think when you look at him, you're like, all right, I, that's not really a guy that's going to hurt you with his legs. And then he does. Uh, right. But, but and I think a lot of people think that, but man, he's been doing that for years. Right. Like yeah. that's definitely a part of his yeah. game needs to be. Um, so that's and that is, I think, something to look at, too, with tonight's game. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Game is, and we'll talk here in just a second with Chelsea Messenger about it, but... Like in a game where you could see the Giants playing from behind, no Saquon Barkley, they're probably going to have to throw it a lot, all those kinds of things. What about Daniel Jones running? His over-under rushing yards is 37 and a half. Uh, His attempts are seven and a half. Through two games, he's attempted it 22 times for 102 yards. So he's been over both of those in the first two games. And this feels like a game they need it to happen even more. So, <laughs> uh, you know, it's uh, it's interesting. All right, let's go to the phone lines real quick. Let's uh, get to that IHOP hotline. Nick on the line. Are you calling from Chicago, Nick? Is that no. uh, is that what I'm hearing? No, I'm from Chicago. I live here, but I go, I go back quite a Got bit. Uh, I, I visit Chicago. And, uh, you know, you're talking about the Chicago Bears, okay? They've been dysfunctional for years. Okay, let's get that. Let's get that straight. Just this kid Fields. Okay, he came from a great program at Ohio State. He didn't get stupid overnight. Okay, they've been. They they're not using this kid to his capabilities. They let him do his stuff last year on his own, and he was pretty good. Now they're micromanaging the poor guy too much. They need an offensive line. They always look for a halfback. Wide receivers are a dime a dozen. Beef up the offensive line, and you're going to be fine with this guy. You know, and then you got really see. I, I think here, here's what I think has happened, Nick. They let him run wild last year, and it works. This year, they in their brains are like, okay, we have got to help him be a better passer because he's not very good exactly. passer. Yeah, and, exactly. and and he's. I don't think he's gonna be. So if he's not going to be, let him be him, right? Let him be himself, which is to run around a ton and let things open up naturally that way. I, I think that's the only path for him to be successful. And they, you know, in in coaches' brains, they would like for Justin Fields to, like, be able to run their offense and do all these things. I just don't think that's going to happen. I, there's nothing we've seen from Fields through his career so far that says, oh, he's going to be this, you know, dynamic pocket passing whatever. No, you just got to let him run wild. Well, yeah, but you know, but look at you. Take a look at uh, Mahomes, okay? Mahomes is very active in the backfield. Also, he runs around. He makes things happen. He he is. Justin Fields isn't anywhere close to the kind of thrower right. of oh, the football I, as as is, uh, Patrick Mahomes. Now, now, now again, uh, the, the big thing is now. Okay, are we going to draft another quarterback? That has got to stop. 
you know, we got to take the time to, to develop a guy. It's, we haven't had, the Bears haven't had a good quarterback since McMahon. And that was nineteen. Well, they took the time with Jay Cutler, though. I mean, Nick, they had they gave Jay Cutler a long time. Yeah, the coaching was a little bit more stable at that time. Okay. This one here, you got the defensive guy. He bailed. God knows what he did. You know. So it, yeah, that, that's that's a big that's a big deal. I mean, and I I think that that's something, Nick. That uh, you know, I I know it's gotten some press. Over the last 24 hours, I'm not sure that that's something that has been talked about quite enough. And I mean, he's been away from the team, you know, for the last several days and then just abruptly right. resigned yesterday. Right. I think that right. you've got and I know that you're a you're a Bears fan. I mean, and you mentioned how dysfunctional that entire organization has been. How in the world when, you know, they've got to go to Arrowhead this weekend, how in the world do they come together as a team to try to to try to play a game? Or are, are they just like walking into, you know, basically a bloodbath waiting for them in Kansas City this weekend? Oh, they're going to get they're going to get mauled. Are you kidding me? They're uh, they're, they're it's just dysfunctional. Listen, they they couldn't get the uh, soldier field deal right because they uh, they didn't want to put in enough money. They could have had a stadium down at 85000 with the dome on it. They could have had a Super Bowl come in or whatever because Chicago is a, a go-to attraction. But they were too cheap to put more money in. And on top of that, the only thing that they're paying uh, towards the stadium is interest, the interest only. They're not paying any principal on it. They got a sweetheart deal on that place. Yeah, it's uh... – it is an interesting situation up there with the stadium. I've got some friends up there, and they try to keep me in the loop on it. Uh, Nick, we appreciate the call. Uh, we'll see if Chicago can keep it close. I do suspect they're going to oh, – fields will look very different Sunday than he's looked through the first two weeks. We'll see more of last year's fields, I bet you, on Sunday against the Chiefs. Appreciate Nick joining us there on the IHOP hotline. We're going to take a quick break when we come back. Our betting insider, Chelsea Messenger, joins the program again this week. I need her help this week. I, there's not a lot jumping out at me, so uh, at least in the games. There's some player props and stuff I like. We'll run it all by Chelsea, see what she's got on her mind. That's next on Sports Daily. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. Also, be sure to check out the Daily Tip podcast for more of Chelsea Messenger analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcasts. And always look forward to our segments on Thursdays with Chelsea Messenger on the program. Glad to be here. Welcome back into Sports Daily. Jacob Albrock, Tommy Caster, Jad Chambers producing. Chelsea, welcome in. It is the start of the football week. Happy, uh, happy week three, I guess, here. Yeah, and I have the Chiefs and Survivor, so they better not let me down because uh, I need them to win against the lowly Bears. But have we seen a single headline come out of Chicago that's been a good one this week? I feel like the answer is no. Uh, no, we have not. Uh, but I will say, Chelsea, here's here's my take on it. Um, and We can start with the Chiefs and then come back to Thursday Night Football. I do think this is the week that the Bears let Fields – basically go and he's going to run a ton I think his rushing props are going to be good and I do think that might be something that just sort of kind of gives the Chiefs a little bit of fits and that number's big that number's so big in the NFL are we comfortable with 13 and a half 12 and a half wherever it's been 
I just don't think it's playable. Like, there are other games on the board. Like, I don't want to be sweating a backdoor cover by the Bears. And to your point about the rushing props, yeah, that's what we call the beat writer special. If you see something that a player says to a beat writer and you can use it to your advantage, uh, I think it's worth a play. But it's already kind of built into the number. His rushing prop, 59.5, pretty high. I think his rushing attempts are the better play. Over 9.5, juice to uh, the over at minus 120. I think he runs the ball at least 10 times. If he's going to do what he likes to do, he's going to be running the football. So I think you're spot on there uh, when it comes to the Bears. The only sabotage factor I can see is remember that game last year against the Colts and Jeff Saturday, who for one great week of football was dubbed Jeff Sunday because they beat the Chiefs, the Colts did. Uh, That's the only sabotage factor because just the wonkiness of the NFL. This is the game that nobody expects the Bears to have a chance But still, like I said, I'm on the Chiefs in my survivor pool, so I will be on the Chiefs at least to win the game outright. Yeah, that's a a bad memory that I I tried to get out of my head (laughs) a long time ago with Jeff Saturday, so I appreciate you bringing that up, Chelsea. Um, Looking at the percentage of uh, the bets placed on this game this weekend, 95% of the bets placed on the money line going to Kansas City. This seems to me like a game where, you know, all the money goes to Kansas City and then just for some crazy reason, Vegas just cleans up. I, for whatever reason, I just I had this terrible thought in my mind, but one area that I'm looking at potentially betting on this game is the over under and I'm looking at the over on this. It's at 47 and a half right now. And, you know, if Justin Fields does go crazy, that's going to play into that. But then also the Bears defensive coordinator resigned yesterday. The Chiefs have struggled through the first two weeks of the season. And it wouldn't surprise me if they're ready to kind of unleash on the Bears defense offensively for Kansas City. So any take on what you're looking at as far as the total is concerned? I think you make a strong case there. Like, of course, the headline coming out of Chicago is they don't have a defensive coordinator right now. And their defense has been really bad. And maybe this is a good buy-low spot on the Chiefs offense. Because so far, like, how many people do you think were on the over in that Jags and Chiefs game? You know, two great quarterbacks. And what was the final score? 17-9. to So, this is probably one of the lower totals you will get for the Chiefs, I think. So I think you're buying a number here. Was it 46 and a half? It's a pretty low number. Yeah, yeah. Um, 47 and a half is what I see, but yeah. Yeah, it's a pretty low number for the Chiefs offense. So I'd be with you there on the over. It's not my favorite play because I think you kind of have to bank on the, the Bears offense finding something out. Not sure if it's that the, if that's the case. I think the Justin Fields rushing prop or the rushing attempt is probably the only way to go there or anytime touchdowns. If you think the, the Chiefs pile up the points, pick a player you know you can go square and go Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown that's usually a good one uh, but those are the ways to play it in my eyes all right let's go backwards then Chelsea here to Thursday night Giants Niners seems like based on what we've seen this year this is a Niners smash spot but I'm gonna that rushing prop again for Daniel Jones both his attempts and yards are under what he's done this season. And it feels like without Saquon Barkley, they're going to have to have that from him tonight. One would think, but it's also a pretty high number, I believe. Isn't it close to 40 for Daniel Jones? Uh, And maybe the sabotage factor is that 
if anybody can kind of keep him contained, maybe it's the Niners. But I do believe quarterback rushing props are actually better when you're going against a good defense because they're going to have your receivers covered and you're not going to have anywhere to throw it. So I think the rushing attempts will be there for Daniel Jones. But really kind of a disgusting game to bet on. Like, who wants to lay 10.5 in prime time? Uh, probably right. not the case. Even though historically uh, home favorites on Thursday night of 10.5 and, and higher, 13-4 and four against the spread since 2006. So maybe it's a solid play. I don't want to be sweating that. Uh, some other good options if you want to play props. I think Christian McCaffrey might be a good look in this one. His rushing prop set for 78 and a half. I'll hit the over here just because this is based on game script. If you think the Niners are winning, they're going to be running the ball, the ball, chewing up the clock. And also Christian McCaffrey has hit this in both games, including a blowout game. First game of the season against the Steelers. Niners won that 30 to seven. He hit it in that number. Plus the Giants just gave up 106 yards rushing to James Conner of the Arizona Cardinals. And then the final play I'm looking at Giants team total under 16 and a half. Do you really think the Giants offense is going to figure it out against the Niners defense without Saquon Barkley, without Andrew Thomas on the offensive line? I think not. So I'll hit the under on the Giants team total as well. I feel like Chelsea with the Giants that, you know, they narrowly avoided disaster a week ago. I mean, their season would have been over had they, you know, completely collapsed against the Cardinals. They had that great second half comeback. Obviously, lost Saquon Barkley, at least for this upcoming game and maybe even longer. Uh, are you out on the Giants long-term? I know they were a playoff team a year ago. Do you think there's any value now? I mean, knowing that they had that second-half comeback and maybe saved their season, is there any kind of value on them in the futures market? I don't think so. Like, look at the division that they're in. Like, they're not winning the yep. NFC East. You've got the Cowboys. You've got the Eagles. And also, I think a lot of us kind of saw this coming because look at all the one-score games that the Giants won last season. The first of the year, they were on this tear. They were winning all these games. Everybody thought Brian Dable was really the answer, and I still think he's a good head coach. It's just we knew they were due for some regression, and we saw it in the postseason. They got smoked in the postseason. And now we're starting to see kind of the pendulum swing the other way to where, okay, maybe this is the closer – uh, look at what this team actually is as far as the talent involved. So, no, I'm not a believer in the Giants. Maybe they look better than what we've seen the first two games of the season, but this is a similar matchup to that first game against the Cowboys. So, it's not going to get easier uh, in this matchup against one of the best defenses in the entire NFL. All right, what else uh, is on your mind in the NFL before we look at college football a little bit, Chelsea? What are some of your favorite plays this week on the Sunday slate? Well, this one looks too easy, and that's why I think maybe that's the sabotage factor. But the Patriots have won 14 straight games against the New York Jets. The Jets do not have Aaron Rodgers in this game. They have Zach Wilson, who has been flat-out terrible against the Patriots in his career. The first game, he went 9 of 22 for 77 yards. And then the other game, he actually put up some yardage, but threw three interceptions. In fact, after that game, I believe that's the, the game that he got benched for a while. Uh, so Bill Belichick knows how to make good quarterbacks look worse. What do you think he's going to do to a quarterback that's not even good to start with? The first game of the year, we saw Jalen Hurts go for under 200 yards passing for the Eagles against the Patriots. Then we saw Tua, who put up monster numbers in the first game of the year, face the Patriots, only threw one touchdown, 
and also threw an interception. So I think this is going to be an ugly game for the Jets. I'll take the Patriots laying the two and a half. Chelsea, the game that everybody is looking at on Saturday on the college football slate, Colorado on the road, their Pac-12 opener against Oregon. The Buffaloes are 21-point dogs. And on top of that, the total right now that I'm looking at, 70 and a half. It's crazy. What are you looking at with this game? God, can I forgive Colorado for not covering 22 and a half against Colorado (laughs) State? I don't know, because I went out on a limb for Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, I should say. Uh, So I'm still hurting a little bit from that. But this is a different caliber of competition for Colorado. Uh, Once they're starting conference play, they've got a bunch of really tough games coming up. So I think for me, you single out Oregon here and take their team total. I know it's really high, but the defensive side of the ball has, kind of been an issue for Colorado. Like, I still think their offense can put up some points. Shooter standards, obviously electric, but Travis Hunter probably out for this one, I'm assuming, since he's been in the hospital. Big part of that defense. Uh, So I think that I will take a team total for Oregon here. I am not messing with the spread, because if you pick against Colorado, you know, you've got Deion Sanders running his mouth about you. I've got receipts. Uh, But I don't want to lay a big number with Oregon either. All right, Chelsea, before we let you go, can't miss favorite bets of the weekend. What do you got? Oh, we got a lot. Uh, In the college ranks, I will take NC State over Virginia, laying the nine and a half. Virginia has looked terrible, uh, lost to JMU. It's just a down season for Virginia. And plus, NC State, I think this is a a bounce back spot for my Wolfpack on the road here. Finally get to play a team that I think they can beat pretty easily. Then in the NFL, we've got a couple games that have caught my eye. Uh, let's start. Let's see. I think the, the craziest game to pick here is the Chargers and the Vikings. Can the Chargers finally close out a game? And can the Vikings finally close out a game? I'll take the Chargers, uh, land the one on the road against the Vikings. And then let's see what else we got here. Uh, the Chiefs look pretty good in minus 13. We've already talked about that game. And in the biggest line movement of the entire week, Raiders Steelers. The Raiders opened as one point dogs. This line has swung to two and a half, where the Raiders now home favorites in this one. And I think I like this one quite a bit. I'll take the Raiders here, saving the Steelers, who needed two defensive touchdowns to secure a win over the Browns. Uh, I think that the defense scored more points than the offense in that game. I think this one's going to be pretty ugly for this Steelers offense that really has not found its footing just yet. I'll take the Raiders at home. Uh, and a long trip for the Steelers. Let's go Raiders, minus two and a half. All right, Chelsea, we appreciate it. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, We've got him written down here. We'll make a couple of plays with you and talk to you again next week. (laughs) Thanks for having me. There goes Chelsea Messenger, the host of the Daily Tip and Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. Insider Calls presented by BetMGM. Go check out all the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. All right. Hour number one in the books. When we come back, we're going to welcome in our K-State insider, Tim Fitzgerald. There is a lot to dig into from Manhattan. We'll do it all with Fitz next on Sports Daily. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.